What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I'm AJ. I'm Jane. And we are in a new theme. No more hotels. We checked out. It's over with. It's done. Thank you, Jane, for sponsoring that month. Um, don't yeah, forget. yeah, yeah. Okay, look, girl, I'm just saying it was a fun month, but I'm just saying we was into <laughs> some fucked up shit. Because <laughs> I'm still kind of scarred from 1408. Like, if you guys haven't joined us on TikTok, by the way, all social medias, you can um, keep up with us on D180 Podcast on IG, Twitter, and TikTok. And for early releases, you can hit us up on Patreon. But look, back to TikTok. You guys have not seen. I was making a cute little TikTok trying to do like some spooky 1408 shit. It was things going on in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Because it no, I was there. It was late at night. There was no noise. I would have heard that because you hear it clear as day on the camera. I'm like. You know what? We're going to leave it alone. Anyway, we are getting into our new theme. Let's play a game. (laughs) Every movie this month includes a game that you cannot tap out of. So none of that wimpy shit. No, I'm losing. I don't want to play no more. None of that. But first, before we get into our first movie of the month, we have another guest. This guest I met a while ago while um, doing some Aaliyah content back on Clubhouse when Clubhouse was popping. It still kind of is, but it's just one of those things that if you a Clubhouse here, you are. If you're not, you're not, and that's fine. Let's introduce to the park Tyson, host of Tyson's Vibe Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey everybody, my name is Tyson, I'm host of the Tyson's Vibe Podcast, where I interview business owners. I'm based out of Seattle, Washington. Nice to be here today. Thank you, thank you for joining us. I know we've had this on the schedule for like a, a year. Long. Yeah, it's been a long. <laughs> maybe, long. maybe a year to the day. Probably, honestly, probably, because I know that was back... Kathy's book, yeah, Kathy's book, and we'll talk it. well, Survivors, you guys have heard about this, Aaliyah, but we've talked about it time and time again. But the book, yeah, it's been about a year since it's been out and since we've been doing those Aaliyah rooms. So, yeah, no, it's been a long while, but we are here now. So let's go on with it. Johnny, where did you watch mm-hmm. this movie? Because the movie was available for me on Netflix, but obviously I'm still in Japan, so. <laughs> it's on Stars. I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't have it anywhere else. I kind of feel like at this point, they would probably have it on a few more streaming services, but they don't. So what I noticed, though, when I was Googling the movie, um, so if you have your cable packages still, I saw that at the time of recording, um, mm-hmm. it has showtimes listed for it coming on TV on Encore. And, you know, oh. Encore, Stars, all that, they're all... Yeah. One in the same. Right. So that's why I figured, well, not why I figured, but that's why it is on stars. Mm-hmm. So you can see it on TV. If you have a cable package, you might be able to catch it on TV. Mm-hmm. Listen, my big, big boss be rambling off things all day, every day in notes and meetings. And I just got to hurry <laughs> up and write it down. And then she's like, did you get all that? Yep. Yep. Got it. <laughs> all right. So there are a few triggers in this movie um drug abuse 
war trauma, definitely some PTSD going mm -hmm. on. I do want to give flash warnings for anybody who's a uh, uh, shit. <laughs> I'm not even going. Okay, so I do want to give flash warnings for anyone who suffers from epilepsy. There we go. And then there's a lot of grief weave throughout this movie. So if extreme grief fucks with you, I am sorry in advance. I feel like that's been a thing for us for the last few movies. Sorry. Yeah. We sorry. It just, you know, this is what happens in the horror world. Have you guys ever been to an escape room? John A, we were supposed to do one in Vegas. You were supposed to do it twice. <laughs> well, hold on. I want to do one by myself, but every escape room I try to go to, they say you need somebody else. Like, why can't you just do it by yourself? That's my big thing. Because most games aren't created for one person. So, and then also it's a money aspect as well. So, um, I've done quite a few escape rooms, and every one that I've looked at, especially after, can I even say after the pandemic? Because I'm still confused about where we are. But because yeah. of <laughs> right because of COVID, um, they weren't mixing groups anymore. And so even if it was like four people in your group and it's a 10-person room, you had to buy out the whole room. Especially now, they waived that and now they mix in groups again. And so mm -hmm. if you're still not comfortable with mixing your group, you definitely gotta buy out the whole room if you don't want anybody else in there except for the parties that you came with um but yes actually you're right i was supposed to do the sauce skate room <laughs> twice we didn't do it the first time we no. went when i went last actually when i went in march of this year your girl got too fucked up okay. i've already talked about that story um <laughs> but i do a lot oh, of escape not uh -huh. you doing the escape room drunk no she no, didn't go. I didn't. I didn't make it in the escape room no. because I was too fucked up. So, um, yeah, that I don't want to relive that trauma because I'm actually about to. What what day is it? September. <laughs> no wait, it's, this is dropping September second. Yeah, so mm -hmm. next week I'm actually going back to Vegas. Are you gonna I don't, try? I don't want to make my friends repeat the room because this is the. Oh, si they did leave you. Yeah, they they did it without me. Damn it. Boo. <laughs> but I, I do I do, do a lot of skate rooms. I mostly do them with my family. Mm. Um, they're pretty fun. I remember one time I did do a mixed room where it was me and the guy that I was dating at the time and then a few other people. And he saw a side of me that day that I could care mm. less if I'm proud of or not. But he had a lot to say about how I was acting. Not you being Jason. <laughs> I am. I, I, I am Jason all the Jason. way. Uh, conceited and self-absorbed. No, it's it's about getting the clues mm -hmm. and getting them yeah, right. That's what so I was about to say. No. About Control. John Miss Janae, this is like one thing about my good sis. She know I love her to death, but I already know. I already know. Soon as this starts, I'm just gonna step to the side. I'm gonna let her do it because mm -mm. don't get in See, her I way. That's what I'm saying. Don't get in my way. Like we, we gotta get out this room. Like there's a time limit. I want to beat the game. Let's go. Let's find these clues. Come on, think. And he just was looking at me like it's just a game. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. I've done one escape room at one of my teammates' wedding, and of course it was Harry Potter themed because that's what she likes. 
And I, I'm the type of person, I'm similar to Zoe, that I find clues just because I'm the observant one of the group. I'm just looking at random stuff. I'm like, oh, look at this sign. Oh, wait, that reminds me of this. And then I start messing with stuff. I'm like, oh, look, I found this. Okay, use this. You can use it because I'm not going to get blamed if that's not right. But I'm just telling you, I found this. But I'm usually the clue finder in the room. <laughs> Well, before we get into too much of the movie before the ride, let's get into... Park Recommendations. Okay, so while watching this movie, so many other movies came to mind. And since Britney is not here, I'm just going to lay a few on you guys. So survivors, if you are into Escape Room, here are four... I know, and I ain't never did this many. Actually, I feel like I have done this many before. Can't remember what episode. But here are four movies that you can check out. Check out 1999's Q. Johnny, have you ever seen that movie? Oh, I saw, I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah. I have not seen Cube. Girl, that shit will give you anxiety. Yeah. That movie will just, you will not be happy. <laughs> and I don't like movies that give me anxiety because have you no. seen Black Moon? Yes, I finally seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, me and my boyfriend were sitting in the movie with anxiety, and I had Why? anxiety first. I think I have different differing views on that movie. I talk about it on Patreon. I mm. I had anxiety. <sighs> no, I saw Cube though. I was very disappointed in the ending. Right, if you have claustrophobia, suffered that in real life, then that movie's not for you. The next movie we're actually covering next week is 2004 Saw. Y'all can clearly see all of the references, all yeah. of the similarities throughout. Next is a movie that truly effed me up. It took me three watches. <laughs> and if you guys have seen it, don't laugh. It took me three watches to watch this movie because I was purely terrified because this is a fear of mine. But 2016's The Belco Experiment. Yeah. Donna, have you seen this movie? Nope, I've heard of it though. Girl, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That movie, uh-uh. I'm just going to say workplace horror. That's all I'm going to say to you. And see, okay, okay. you mostly work remote now. So <laughs> you kind of Okay. Do it. Oh, yes, yes. I know what you're talking I know what you're talking about. Because I definitely remember seeing the trailer for that movie. And I was just like, huh interesting girl when i say i tapped out and it wasn't even 10 minutes twice dang mm -mm. <laughs> and my last dang. movie is one that i just started didn't finish but it gave me the vibe and that is 2018's Hellfest. like i said i haven't finished it so i can't i won't ask you have you seen that one yet but you know it is what so it is. i is this cheating if I say this? What is it? You have a park recommendation for us? Apparently, I have three. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a first. Ring that motherfucking bell. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> all right. So, I think it's cheating, but all of these movies relate to this one. <laughs> because why? They're all entitled Escape Room. <laughs> what? <laughs> The knockoff ones. <laughs> well, okay, so this intrigued me because as you already know, I would go on my good sis Fire TV and I'll say mm -hmm. Escape Room. All the movies would pop up and I'm like, huh, 
My nigga Skeet was in an escape room movie that came out in 2018. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I haven't seen it, but I do know what you're talking about. I haven't seen that one either. Mm. Then there's one that came out in 2017. Saw that on YouTube. <laughs> on YouTube? Wow. Yeah. And then there's another one called No Escape Room, and that came out in 2018. I've heard of that one too. I have heard of that one. Okay, I girl. Saw, <laughs> I saw one of them. One of them revolved around like a clown being at the corner of the room, and then every clue you find, he gets closer to killing you or something like that. Not trying to spoil it, but. Johnna yeah. is making this face because she is not a clown girl. She don't like it. For mm-hmm. anyone who this might be your first D180 episode, park recommendations. Johnna is fairly new to horror. She basically knows majority of the mainstream and some deep cuts. But usually we do park recommendations for her and you guys out there. But this is the first time she's like given like. <laughs> multiple because, movies <laughs> because i i thought that okay so what drew me in was the fact that there was more than one escape room title mind you i've seen escape room before right so i've seen this movie before right and it was just the fact that i was like wait what's this right my nigga ski <laughs> so i i was <laughs> I, I was sitting here like okay okay so you know i got a, i got a few got a few don't get used to it though Okay, look, look, that's look, that's why we have to ring the damn bell. Cause I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have a few little things I want to talk about with this movie, but before we do that, survivors, if you have any park recommendations that fit today's ride, let us know on our Twitter or down in the DMs. So we pretty much already talked about, you know, our experience with this movie. I not, not really. Yeah, not really, but we kind of like, you know, you know what I'm saying. I saw this during season one of quarantine, okay? We was at home, everybody was chilling. We had nothing but time on our hands. Time on my hands. (laughs) So uh, BJ and I, we was like, hey, let's watch this movie. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, it was me solving majority of the puzzles. I was just sitting there. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's this. Oh, this is going to be this. I'm like, damn, do I need to do an escape room? And at this point, let's do some. You know, I I wanted to do the fall one. Well, we can go back to Vegas. You know me. I'm yeah. always down oh, to girl, go back you know to I Vegas. Be, okay? You know we some Vegas whores, okay? <laughs> we love Not Vegas whores, no. Oh, no, no we, we, <laughs> we're the girls. We'll walk the strip for fun. Hey, you know what, though? You know, I was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> That's what we mean. Like, we purely go to Vegas just to be in Vegas. We don't have to go to no club. We ain't got. Okay, we are. Right. Go, okay, but... so for instance, <laughs> my trip that I'm taking next week, we, we even though we went in March, we were like, okay, we're going to come back in the fall because my two friends haven't experienced Vegas the way I've experienced Vegas. So I was like, I'm going to give y'all the John A special. Ashley, you know it. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> I don't have to fuck you, money. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, oh no. So, so, one of the main motivations, though, we are going to see Usher, and I'm super excited because, you know, Usher puts on a great show. But outside of that, there are quite a few things that we want to do, and I want to show them a great time. So, yeah, but I do want to, I want to, I do want to try out um, another escape room. 
I feel like there's supposed to be another one that's happening. Like, I might be able to convince them to do Blair Witch. I know that they're not going to want to do Saw again. So I may be able to convince them to do Blair Witch. But we are going to go to Area 15. And if you don't know, the Omega Mart exhibit is kind of like a huge type of puzzle solving thing even though it's a lot of other things so So pissed right so even though we did we wanted to go in march but we're actually gonna go for real for real this time so i'll report back on i was so pissed that we didn't know that omega mart was a thing thing until we was finna leave so i knew i just figured that none of y'all would want to go ma'am me you yes everybody else no Fuck them. Sorry, y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. Sorry, y'all know I love y'all. We sorry. I'm sorry. But y'all, girl. <laughs> okay, I'm DD and Dex's laboratory. One thing about me, I'm having an adventure. Okay. <laughs> What's this button do? <laughs> but yeah, I watched this season one of Quarantine and you might as well have put me in a damn movie. So I want to chime in and say that I did too watch this 2020 with caleb and funny thing it was caleb's idea that's what i was about to say caleb watched this it was i think caleb had already seen it or maybe he hadn't seen it but wanted to see it so okay so after christian went to college in the fall i'm still shocked that in 2020 fall they was letting the kids go to college they wanted money right it ain't no online for (laughs) y'all So Christian had just left and it was just me and Caleb left before I moved out. And we were just like watching a whole bunch of stuff. And so we were in my room one day and he was like, let's watch this. So we, he was like, have you seen Escape Room? I'm like, nah. He was like, let's watch it. Now, I don't remember ever seeing the trailer for this movie. I just remember hearing the name and I was like, immediately no. Because I was always against this movie because I was scared that it would make me never want to go to Escape Room ever again. Oh, Girl, I got something about that, but I'll talk about that in a second. Oh, but I've me. been to escape room since I've seen this movie clearly. So. Right, right. Tyson, what was your experience the first time you saw this movie? Uh, yeah. So, 2019, top of the year, I was a senior in college. Uh, shout out NSU, and I just you had went to Memphis State. Yeah. Damn. What school are you going to? What school are you going to? I went to South Carolina State University. Nice. Okay. Good track team. <laughs> no, but um, I remember just the, like the top of the movie, you know, with Ben escaping or Ben being stuck in that library room, him finding the clues and all that. Like that set the tone for the movie. So this movie is directed by Adam Robitel, who, John, I don't know if you recognize that name, but he actually directed the taking of Deborah Logan. Hmm. I know. I was like, oh, okay, versatility, we see you. Because this is drastically different from that movie, but we stand that. It is. But that makes sense of why I enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay, look at you building little tiny faves. (laughs) (laughs) Written by Braggy S. Scoot and Maria Melanick. First of all, that Baltimore, I, I, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce his last name, but goddamn. Anyway. 
Produced by Neil H. Mortis and Ori Mamor. Edited by Steven Merkovich. Music by Brian Tyler. John A., this might not mean anything to you, Tyson. I'm not sure if this means anything to you. But the reason why I say this to John A. is Brian Tyler is one of our saviors of the podcast because he did the music for Final Destination 4 and 5. Hey. <laughs> that movie series that I avoid completely. I, I can't with that movie. Then why are you here? Right. <laughs> that one, no, that's that is, more realistic than any other horror film that I've ever seen. That's our bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> we coming for you too at the end of the month. I can't wait. <laughs> Music was also by John Carey and production designed by Ed Thomas, who stuck his entire leg in this damn movie. Great job. Great job. The sets were amazing mm -hmm. we could talk about those a little bit later for our main cast we have taylor russell as zoe davis some of you may know her from the movie waves logan mm -hmm. miller as ben miller you might know him from scouts Guide to the zombie apocalypse and some of you might notice him from the walking dead we're also going to see him a little bit later in the month in our movie <laughs> would you rather he wasn't a walking. I remember him now. Sorry. I'm saying, I no, you're good. You're good. Dead, so. Me neither, girl. Me <laughs> neither. But I'm like somebody. You know how our survivors are. They'd be like, "But wait!" I'd be like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will say it just so y'all." Normally, we just out. give the references of things that we know, right? And then y'all be beating us up. Be like, "But they was in." We like, "Damn. We sorry. We ain't watching. Sorry. We sorry." <laughs> Jay Ellis as Jason Walker. We all know him from Insecure. Right. I ain't seen not one episode of Insecure, but I know. I watched the first season. After that, they lost me. But I know who he is. Right. I, I know who I know him. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't say the game. <laughs> he was on the game? Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the old game? Yeah, or the game, the TV show. Like the, the new okay, one or like Right. Okay. So there was there was two versions. The old one, the old one. Season, even season six with Sierra and um, Lauren London. That's okay, why. Okay, so season that's why. Season <laughs> that's six why. is when it started getting. Yeah, that's yeah. when that's when BET had his claws up in there. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. There's there's two I was different versions. No, I was actually. With you. I won't even say there's two different versions. I want to say there's three or four different versions. So you got okay. your original game where it was on the WB. Where it was. Right. Then you got the BET version. The BET was, version ooh. is when they lost me. Okay. <laughs> I was like, y'all giving Janae too much screen time. God damn. <laughs> we have Deborah Ann Wolf as Amanda Harper, who has actually never done an escape room in her life, like most of our cast here. But she is a games master for D&D. &D. And I'm like, well, damn, Stranger Things. Why y'all ain't pick her up? <laughs> <laughs> like Tyler Labine as Mike Nolan. My guys, y'all might know him. From Tucker and Dale versus Evil John A. I cannot wait till I show you that movie if you haven't seen it already, because you would fucking love that movie. You girl, you are going to have love not seen it. That damn movie. Tyson, have you ever seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No, never. It's amazing. It's it's streaming somewhere. Don't ask me where, but I know it's streaming. It's amazing. Uh, gonna love him. Nick Dodani as Danny Khan and Yorick Van. I don't know his last name. I'm not going to even try to butcher. We're going to stay respectful today as the game's master. 
<laughs> so originally titled The Maze, the film was set to release in 2018, but the film was delayed multiple times until being released in January of 2019, which we all know is commonly known as the Graveyard Dump Month. Now, some movies pass the exception, but commonly, if a movie is coming out in January, we already know that, like, mm-mm, it's not going to be it. However, I'm actually glad that they did not go with the maze because that don't even that don't even that don't even and it's like I I see the connection because of the company name the company name is like based in some Greek mythology of mm -hmm. this yeah that whole little story so yeah but it's almost like you would have to research or know to know that you know because I surely ain't know that I'm not a Greek mythology person Look, listen, when we was learning that in school, A's, 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 A's. Because I was like, damn, this is fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yes, got the A's. But it's like, I only know, like, the 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 cream of the crop. And I don't go down into the weeds. <laughs> so. Listen, I was I was all in the business. I'm like, dang, he fucking hurt, hurt her and her. Damn, that's his <laughs> baby, too. Look, it was, okay, this was shave room before the shave room. <laughs> But on the day of the U.S. release, five teenagers died in an escape room fire in the Causalin escape room. Out of respect for the film, it was again delayed for release in Poland. I remember, I remember that. that. I remember that. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Especially because of the opening. Well, not the opening, but the first room. Because clearly, and the thing is, this movie was supposed to, like I said, it was supposed to come out in 2018. So they filmed this back in 2017. And as John A has put us on, hella escape room movies have come out since then. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, damn, like, it really was just a an odd coincidence. Like, oof. When movies do things like that, like I said, it was coincidence. Obviously, it wasn't like this fire happened and they wrote the movie. But still, it's just like a... <laughs> Let's go right ahead and get into the queue line for 2019's escape. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the signs. Your time is here. I really wanted to do some type of riddle, some type of puzzle, some type of something to make us think for this week's queue line. And I failed. I did not find anything. Damn. <laughs> so you instead, ask me because at my job that I only lasted for a month, you already know. I had to pass the time. They had daily puzzles that they would drop. And I would sit there and do those daily puzzles because I had, she had shit else to do. And see, I was going to do something like that, but I was like, is that going to read on this audio platform and it probably would have but i was like you know what it's fine <laughs> it's fine instead we're gonna figure out what type of escape artist we are so we see a lot of different personalities throughout this movie different strangers come together obviously personalities are going to clash so we are going to start with our first question what is your strategy for solving puzzles pick a puzzle and work by yourself casually solve a puzzle with one of your friends Pick one, solve it, cheer a little, repeat. Float from puzzle to puzzle, helping anyone in need. Me, you know, I'm working on it by myself. I hate being a hanger owner. So I can just focus better. I'm not trying to ask, hey, what does this mean? What does that mean? But It 
depends. Yeah, I'm like, it depends. I don't mind because I'm sitting here like, other what people. kind of puzzles are these? <laughs> it, that that too. That's a valid question. Like, does it require two people to do this? Like, I don't mind doing things by myself, but um, are we talking life or death or just for like fun and games? Um, I guess this one would be more in general just a general escape room if we're talking oh escape room huh forgot yeah. escape yeah. room yeah. i'm sitting here in puzzle <laughs> i'm sitting here thinking like the whole in like puzzle mode, together a dog right. puzzle you know mm-hmm. okay 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 i pick a puzzle and work for myself no wait i lie i pick one solve it your little that's movie. me because you know i'm gonna do my little dancey dance <laughs> <laughs> Because my goal is to complete as many puzzles as we can so we get the fuck about. Mm-hmm. Once the clock starts, what is your first move? Take charge and manage the puzzles. Explore the room and solve as many puzzles as possible. Johnny. Find, <laughs> find a puzzle and work on it by yourself. Talk with friends and mostly speculate. Well, actually, yeah, you said mine. <laughs> We're bullshit. It's going to be the last one there. <laughs> friends, I, yeah, buddy, you go ahead and work on this one. We'll be over here, like, no. <laughs> I think for me, like I said earlier, I'm the one that's observing the room. Like, I'm, John A knows. As soon as we go somewhere, I'm the one pointing out the most random stuff, and she's like, how the fuck did you even see that over there? Like, first of all, you can't even see, and you're right. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm going to explore the room and solve as many puzzles as possible. Yeah, I'm not taking charge and managing, but I'm explore because yeah. normally I'll go find something and then I'll be like, boom, got it. Then I go find another one and I'm like, boom, got it. Then my mom will be like, oh, we don't understand this one. So then I got to drop what I'm doing and go help them. I'm be like, just work it out. <laughs> what you tell me when I was learning how to tie my shoes, work it out. <laughs> After you escape a room, how do you react? Cheer and victory. High five everybody for doing a nice job. No biggie. Another victory for the books. Congratulate yourself in your head. Congratulate yourself in your head. That's a funny choice. <laughs> I'm sorry. The high five everybody is just so cute. And my nephew is in um, his little phase where he like just will congratulate you for anything. And I just think it's the cutest shit ever. Um... <laughs> so I I mean I'm all about giving people they flowers and stuff so I mean it's COVID so we might do like a little elbow bump or I might just like vocalize it but um probably high five everybody for doing a good job nah I'm cheering in victory <laughs> what is your opinion on asking for clues if all of our group agrees we need one then ask for one they're helpful in making progress, but I just want to have a good time. It's usually the rest of my group that wants a clue, but I do just find it out them. Clues are for amateurs. Definitely, if we need one, ask for one. It's teamwork. Come on. Go ahead, Nay. It's the very, 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 very last resort. If none of us can figure it out, yeah then i'm gonna ask for one yeah now if we're on a timer then i i can't be stubborn but yes 
last resort. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite pre-escape room snack? A bottle of beer, some chicken wings, give me in a good mood. A bottle of monster energy drink and protein bars to keep me vigilant. A bowl bowl of onions and garlic so I can work by myself and keep others away. A well-balanced... Okay, like, damn, was this the Frog Brothers in the escape room with us? We ain't no vampires, baby. Like, chill out. A well-balanced meal to keep me light on my feet and ready to think. Definitely that last option. I'm going to treat it like a track me. <laughs> I am just so confused because, like, we really eating full meals before we do an escape room? Like, <laughs> I just... Chicken. <laughs> I mean, we pick a. I just we pick the time, and then it's just like, okay, we do whatever we else want to do in the day, and then we go to the escape room. So, I mean, I guess a well balanced meal. But my friends did that whole shit off of um, alcohol and some other stuff. So, but for, yeah, I'm just gonna go with the well balanced meal. It's same because if it didn't say beer, then I probably would have picked the first one. Because my thing is, it say snack. And the only one that's a snack is the second option. <laughs> I mean, I know people that eat onions and garlic for fun, but I'm not about to do that. <laughs> Yo, I have a I know no one who eats onions and garlic for fun. <laughs> I, I have an uncle mm-hmm. who would keep a clove of garlic in his pocket and he would just pop in and eat it. Yeah. There's always an uncle. <laughs> My raw vegan friends, like onion slices are actually good. I'm not gonna knock it. Like when we was on the game days, like the onions and peppers in a little bag that they was actually hidden. But um, we're going to, because one thing about me, honey, I'm going to eat. <laughs> I'm going to eat before. I'm going to eat after. <laughs> we're going to do the well-balanced meal. Depending on how it go, after I want to drink. But that too. <laughs> that too. What were you guys' results? I feel like we all got the same thing. I got, I got Long Wolf. So me and Zoe will, you do best when it's you and only you and don't like when others try to help, they'll just slow you down. Okay, okay. Johnny, we got the same thing, didn't we? I know we did. <laughs> we both got team leader. Yeah. <laughs> you can read it. <laughs> you make sure that everything is going smoothly. You float around from puzzle to puzzle, helping people who have questions and issues, which is true. And look, cause I'm gonna look and here's the thing. I, I, my poor children, because if Johnny had three apples and gave one away, <laughs> I'm only going to explain it a few times before I ask you to nicely move over and I just figure it out <laughs> myself. Because the thing about me is my mom, I was a crossword. I was a... Sudoku? Uh, my mom gave me puzzle books. I stayed with a puzzle book, Okay. So I, I'm true to this. I, I sit there, I have the patience. Rubik's cubes, like, I have the patience to figure these things out, so. Sudoku has been my thing. My nanny used to buy me the Sudoku books. She also was the one who bought me all of my puzzle books from like, baby mm-hmm. to college. <laughs> they was like, keep them quiet. Just give them, come on. <laughs> you know, we was road trip babies too. They definitely had to keep mm-hmm. us quiet once the Game Boy batteries went out. <laughs> <laughs> my brothers had the, the the lucky end of the stick because okay. they had TVs when we started road tripping with them. Before them, yeah. 
which my dad's little hoe van had the TV, but it's like after a while driving from Indiana to Mississippi to Florida, we ain't have Every enough time VHSs. You call it a hoe van. It I was. Hoe van? What? It was a hoe van. He know that. <laughs> I, that's why I say it so proudly. He know. My mama know. They all know. <laughs> oh my God. So look, one day I'm going to post a picture on the IG stories and y'all going to be like, yep, hoe van. Maybe when this episode airs, I'll do it and y'all going to be like, yep. Oh, man. <laughs> Survivors, let us know what your results were on our Twitter or down in the DMs. But before we go any further, let's go right ahead, buckle up, and get ready for 2019's Escape Room. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky-tacky little boxes on the hillside and they all look just the same. You want to control your life, but life isn't a science experiment. You can't contain your world forever. Try doing one thing that scares you over break, okay? Yeah. This serves as an entry voucher. For Minos escape rooms. Be the, the first, first to escape, escape our most immersive, immersive room yet. And win a million dollars. So, uh, when does the game start? I think this is the escape room. We should look for clues. What are we looking for here? Anything that looks like a puzzle or a code. It looks like an oven dial. That looks real. It's kind of warming up in here. Uh, excuse me. We'd like our hit now, please. Well, that's creepy as hell. Is it getting hotter? How do we get out of here? It's Fahrenheit 451. Got it. Ah! Talk about immersive. What's wrong with you? That was real. Whoa. Dumb question. Are we outside? As soon as we get this figured out, as soon as we get the hell out of here. about us. This is my hospital bed. Me too. They made these rooms for us. Have you ever seen things that weren't there before? I am not imagining this. Surviving is a choice. Yep. Come on out, yep. let me out of here now. Yep. 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 That's why they chose us. And they all look just the same. My trailer, it wasn't bad, but to be completely honest, I don't know if I would have wanted. It's a new idea. And y'all know I always be talking about, give me something new in my horror. Give me something new. But I think it's almost one of those things where you kind of like knew. You didn't know everything that was going to go on, but you like, I don't know how to describe this commercial, this commercial, this trailer. (laughs) This trailer is booty. Maybe that's what I wanted to say. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I 
could have gone without ever seeing the trailer because I enjoyed the movie without the trailer. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I never, I don't recall seeing, I knew Escape Room was coming out, but I don't ever recall seeing the trailer for it. It just shows too much. It wasn't, for me, it wasn't a trailer. It was the, what's those, when they play and do commercials, it was football season when I saw it. Like the movie, the movie clips and like the the movie poster. That's what draw me. That's what drew me to it, not the trailer. Trailer was kind of the trailer gave it away a little bit. Like you you knew who would have survived near the end. Trailers always give it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we that's tell why we everybody. Yep. No trailers. <laughs> no trailers. No cakes. <laughs> In a quiet, well-furnished study, the silence is abruptly broken as someone comes falling through the ceiling, freaking out while looking for clues to find his way out. Sliding numbers on the wall, doing so initiates another wall to come sliding towards him immediately, sending him into a fucking frenzy to solve the code before he is crushed. It seems he is so close to figuring it out, but the walls nearly crush him as we fade to black and move to three days later. Now, there was originally a different opening, but I'm going to talk about it later because I feel like it'll make more sense a little bit later. But this one, when I seen it, I said, oh, damn, we in for it. This we not playing. <laughs> right. Oh, OK. <laughs> I my first thing was like, damn, that's a terrible way to die. It just started off with a bang. <laughs> because I, <laughs> I don't know what I would do if a wall just started moving towards me. Mm-hmm. Like. Like, you already know. like that was crazy. How do you open a book? and like say green pastures and look at the clock and know which numbers it like that yeah he was he was very because i remember his you know boss talking to him like looking down on him like sorry kid like that's not a healthy way to cope and him just knowing how to do that in that short span of time crazy i just feel like had he and i feel this way with a lot of the rooms like okay well uh, uh, it's hard to explain because I don't want to jump ahead. But as far as this specific part, if you had just looked at the sliding puzzle, you could have saved yourself some time because some of them knobs ain't going nowhere. <laughs> like you can see that you could not slide the nine so far. Like that could have told you where you needed to go right there. But like, I digress. In the shy, it is the day before fall break and we meet smart, shy, and sweet Zoe, a college student who has the answer to a question asked by the professor, but she is so shy she won't even speak up to give the answer. After class, she is motivated by her professor to try something that scares her over the break in hopes that this will kind of help her break out of her shell. We then meet Jason, a cocky stockbroker, riding up on his Ducati. And Jason, who admires the ways and teachings of Mr. Miyagi, receives a call from his boss, already knowing there's a gift coming for him soon for his excellent work. And speaking of Mr. Miyagi, being a stock boy running the Karate Kid as background noise as he works, his boss comes along to check on him and mentions that Ben would love to make some extra cash moving to the front of the store to work, but 
his boss tells him he feels like having him up there would be detrimental to the business and customers seeing him might not be a good thing. His boss also points out that he is excessively drinking on the job and probably needs to figure out different ways to cope. So at this point, we can assume that these are gonna be our three main players of the movie or characters of the movie, if you will. And Zoe's so nerdy, it's cute. Oh, it is so cute when she was talking to her friend. Oh my God. I was just like, the, whoever did the casting and I probably should have included them in the beginning. I feel like it was spot on because that sweet little baby. Right. And her friend was just like, uh, okay. I'm like, if you don't leave her alone. And I mean, her friend was doing, her roommate was doing it from a loving place. But I'm like, you know, she nerdy. Leave that girl alone. It's so adorable. But um, one thing I did notice, because y'all know I'm always looking in the background of a movie. When we see Ben and his boss kind of like, you know, they have that moment, that awkward moment. The camera zooms out and you see Ben working on whatever he's working on. You see his boss walking away. If you look at the back of the room, there is a downward pointing arrow and a spiral and I was like, are they hinting to us that this shit is about to go on the downward spiral out of control? I don't know. Y'all know I'm always playing out some shit, but <laughs> those I are the vibes. Yeah. So like, um, literally, it's the scene right after he just tells him like, you know, I can't have you up front, yada, yada, yada. And the scene is about to cut to um, them all receiving the box. You see... The shot right on top of the door is two signs. It's an arrow pointing down and then a downward spiral. And I was trying to look at other people's because there are a few things laid out through the movie. Y'all know I'm Easter egg queen, but I didn't see anything in other people's things, except y'all know I'm going to hook y'all up. CZ, my favorite YouTuber, CZ from CZ's World does have a video on things you missed that is down in the show notes. He does point out some things that are in Zoe's dorm, but they weren't things I noticed off top. So you can check out that video if you want to know more. Bruh, do I need to turn the air off? Probably. I'll be fine. All three of these people receive a black puzzle box and all figure out how to open it in their own ways. Zoe by using her brain and following formulas, Jason by cheating and pulling up a YouTube tutorial, and Ben by opening his on accident after getting frustrated and smashing it with the hammer. Look, I'm so happy I get to reference this movie time and time. It's like the third. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> first time i've gotten to do that and i am elated every single just, time just it just okay edna okay that's yzma oh <laughs> you uncultured swine no, just, no okay the voice sound you yzma <laughs> to be fair yes that's what i'm same. like to be fair i did say no kates earlier exactly so to be fair <laughs> All of them are personally invited by the Minos Escape Room Company to be their guest, be their guest, in hopes of being the first person to escape will win $10,000. Okay, now look, here's the thing. So none of y'all decided to call the person that sent y'all the box and say thank you? <laughs> like, really? Like, you're not going to... You're not going to YouTube it? Y'all just going to, like, go, by, go blind by faith and say, you know what? I want that $10,000. Like, let's go do it. Like, I mean, 
they had great reviews. So and, and this is what I was thinking because it had a website link. So I'm like, okay, so obviously Mina's thought about this and was like, okay, so we got to have a website. They probably done like flaps and reviews or blah, 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 blah. But bitch, I'm still about to get on YouTube and look at some walkthroughs, look at some something. Did we go this far? They're going to be walkthroughs. Why? Because they confiscate phones and they said that they don't want the puzzles getting out. So I'm pretty sure that that was probably in the reviews. Like, this is like a fully immersive experience, blah, 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 blah. Probably. But I'm just like, I still feel like there's something, at least call the person that gave it to you and be like, hey, I got the box you sent me. And they'd be like, what box? I ain't (laughs) sent you (laughs) Ungrateful. Okay. Another thing I noticed um, when Ben is solving his puzzle, there are signs on top of the room because he's in the stock room doing inventory or something like that. One says no entrance and the other says no exit. I have no idea if this has anything to do with anything, but I feel like it does. So I'm just throwing it out there. (laughs) Individually arriving at the tall, dark and gray building, we meet three other players who were also invited to play the game. Amanda, a war vet, Mike, a truck driver with pawpaw energy, and Danny, an escape room enthusiast. As all the personalities in the room start to mix and mingle, as all the personalities in the room start to mix and mingle while waiting for the games master, Ben gets a little antsy and needs to go take a smoke break. But when he approaches the door, the handle breaks, revealing that there seems to be some type of oven control knob. Danny instantly figures out that this is, in fact, the start of the process, and they all begin looking for clues. First of all, Amanda, girl, the way I would have turned immediately around (laughs) as soon as dude was like, thank you for your service, I would have been like, no. <laughs> because how did you know? Yeah, how'd you know that? Because you like I just I there's no y'all know usually I'm gonna make up some type of something to explain something. And no, I because I'm also, sure on your waiver, maybe did it ask like if you well, okay, so here's my thing. I didn't really think about that until you just brought it up the whole thank you for your service. But when he said that my thought process was especially the my second time watching it for this I was thinking it was more like thank you for your service like thank you for sacrificing yourself for the good of the game <laughs> that's, what I that's, what, too. that's what I was thinking <laughs> that's so much darker <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I like it, it. Double, I like it. Tundra, but that thank you for your service he did was very evil yeah, like I, I like your dark mind, but I'm just saying, like, goddamn, because I just would have been like, now hold up, now, because it's not, and I'm trying to think, like, did she have dog tags on? Did she have anything that would have, like, because you know how sometimes you, you know, the vets, they'll wear their hats, they'll wear their tags, they'll wear something that you'll be like, oh, I see you, thank you. And, but I don't think she did. Anyway, not me creeping myself out. Instantly, Jason, why you gotta be a butthole? instantly like he just wanted to know about your hand all you had to do was say hitchhiking accident and that was it and move on like he didn't have to be a dickhead danny he didn't have to be a dickhead <laughs> danny just trying to have fun in this escape room that's what i'm over saying. here you don't know oh, danny I might get bitches you don't know 
Okay. <laughs> Danny might get bitches. You don't know. <laughs> and just because you play video games don't mean that you you don't get pussy. Okay, My boyfriend plays video games. All the Twitch bitches. <laughs> and I be playing right along with him. Danny, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> also, Amanda recognizes Zoe. She's like, I know you from somewhere. And Zoe, oh, sweet Zoe. She's like, no, I don't think you do. Oh, my sweet girl. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Amanda, while looking at magazines, notice all of them are addressed to Dr. Wooten Gu. Meanwhile, Zoe notices Fahrenheit 451 on a book that one of the others are holding and figures out that this is the clue. It is, but it turns out that the room turns into a real oven and is quickly heating up. Amanda, who is getting triggered by the heat, elicits the help of a receptionist sitting behind the frosted window. After Danny says, you're usually granted hints throughout. Zoe, however, points that the voice is clearly not a real one, but no one's listening to Zoe. Ben frantically grabs a fire extinguisher, but quickly realizes it's fake and throws it to the side. This also initiates more heating panels, making the room even hotter. Zoe examines the extinguisher and finds a key, which goes to the keyhole that Jason found earlier while being seemingly triggered by a snow globe with the sailboat in it. As Zoe suspected, the receptionist is, in fact, fake, probably one of the Vincent Bros wax figures, which they did a good job on. <laughs> As the phone rings, Jason is the one expected to answer, and when he does, he is told that they need to follow the rules. When Jason hangs up, the windows begin to shut and block them in. First of all, shout out to the Vincent Bros, because that wax figure looks like Kristen Bell. Hmm. It did. It did. No, when I first seen this movie, I'm like, damn, like this looks like somebody I know. Or other never. That one girl. And I'm like, dang, that one girl. I was like, damn, um, miscellaneous white girl. Which one is it? Because I y'all know I'll be mixing my white girls and my white boys up. Sorry. <laughs> then I figured out it was her. I was like, yeah, it's definitely her. <laughs> But here's my thing, like, the whole time y'all was sitting in this room, you can see her moving. Y'all see her picking up the phone, but you don't hear her, like, talking to someone. Why did no one put this together but Zoe? <laughs> it just didn't make no sense to me. I'm like, y'all clearly, like, if we sitting in the office, we hear, the, uh, we've all been to doctor's offices. We've mm -hmm. all been to appointments. We hear the murmurs, the cat, the, all of that in the background, you hear nothing coming from this receptionist until you go up and knock on the thing. That, that wax figure gave me a uh, Chucky vibes. I didn't trust it. Like I thought uh, it was a Jason who picked it up that it was going to bite or bite at his fingers or whatnot. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> also, here's the next thing. We sitting in a room, we don't have any phones. You know what I'm gonna be doing? Looking around the room just cause I'm bored. You know what else I would have figured out? That this is a fire theme room. How did y'all not see that? Literally all the magazines have something to do with fire. That newspaper article that Amanda picked up, the first article is about a fire. All of the pictures are like art deco interpretations of fire. There's a fire escape picture on the wall. Like everything is like accented in red. How did y'all not figure this out? 
Fahrenheit, 451, 451 degrees. Right. Yep. Like, how did y'all not? I'm not understanding how y'all didn't pick that up as the theme of the room. I would have been like, damn, there's a lot of fire going on in here. Like, what? This the theme of the day was happening. It was going on. Like, Danny, how did you not see this, sir? He plays video games all the time. That's why. Still, that makes me, I'm like, you really should have been able to point that one out, sir. Like, <laughs> the room now reaching roasting temperatures. Amanda is really beginning to freak out, and Ben suggests that she get some water to calm down. Zoe, nurturing Amanda, goes to get a cup for her and notices a sign to say Dr. Wooten suggests always using the coasters or something like that. Again, Zoe figures out that the coasters are the clue and they need to figure out how to keep all six of the coasters pushed down in order to lift a painting on the wall that leads to an air duct exiting the room. Of course, Jason goes first as the rest hold down the coasters and realize they have to use the water to weigh the coasters down. Coming down to Ben and Danny being the last two, they realize having Amanda drink the water was a huge mistake because there isn't enough water to weigh the glasses down. And to add a little razzle-dazzle, the room engages with a big ass heat panel resembling a stove eye that turns on with actual fire blowing out. Ben, who has a flask of alcohol, uses this to weigh down the last glass in the room before it becomes devoured in flames and the two barely make it out. Guess it paid to be an alcoholic that day. Okay, because... And then I was thinking, I'm like, no, 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 it's fire! I'm like, That's this is true. not... But also, like, out of all of the knickknacks in that room, why didn't y'all just stuff something down in there? Like, the, y'all could have rolled up the magazines and stuffed them in there. All of them trinkets that was too. on the wall, none of that was heavy enough to put in them coasters. Y'all didn't watch Out of the Box when y'all was younger, and it shows. Out of the Box. Okay. Out of the Box. <laughs> y'all know, because, come on, critical thinking. Bruh. <laughs> Also, we get a little Amanda throughout the movie. We get a lot of little flashbacks that kind of give us clues to the bigger story. Amanda, we see that we know she's a war vet. So we kind of get the um, backstory of why heat makes her panic and she's freaking out the way that she does. But now I figure is a good time to speak about this original opening. So originally... The opening of the movie was going to be a group of college soccer players who enter the first room but aren't able to get out. Further, the scene basically shows everything that they did wrong with a lot of the objects that we mentioned that our current players used to escape. And I'm very glad that they changed the opening because that just would have ruined that entire scene, I feel like, because we would have known everything. Like, you know, I just feel like that would have been all the fun out of it. It, it would have been cliche. It gave me, if they would have opened with that, it would have given me a Friday the 13th type of energy, Freddy Krueger type of thing, you know, Scream. I didn't like that. If they as far done as? That opening with the college soccer people um, being burnt alive in their room. Mm-hmm. If that that would have been like a little bit too cheesy. Like, okay, y'all can't do something different. I just feel like, yeah, like I feel like it just would have, like I said, it, all of the tension that you get for wondering, are these people going to make it out would have been gone because you would have already known 
what they needed to do to get out. You don't know, like, oh no, you need to use that screwdriver to open that. You need to get the fire extinguisher, blah, 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 blah. And we know that the room's going to blow up. Like, I mean, we see that now when we watch this scene now in this viewing, but you just don't know how dire it is till it happens. But I'm just glad that they switched it up. Like it comes back later in the movie, but we didn't need this opening scene. We really didn't. At this point, everyone is astonished at how the room seems to have real consequences, except for Danny, who still thinks this is a motherfucking game and tries to downplay everyone else by saying they ain't true to this. OK, I'm y'all new to this. I am true to this. honey. <laughs> have some fun. OK, <laughs> finding a combination lock on the door. Everyone tries to figure out the code to unlock this door in the cabin. Seeing a sign that says you'll go down in history, they somehow conclude that this means the name of a president with seven letters in it. Being noticing reindeer bust on the walls realizes the clue actually is Rudolph. And after a flashback of a car accident that he and his friends were in while singing the popular Christmas song, he relays this info. And of course it is the right answer that opens the door to an icy frozen outside tundra that's encased in high-tech screens, creating a boundary line. Really y'all? <laughs> really you couldn't tell from the deck on christmas sign that thank that you johnny thank it was a you. christmas sign but how do you read that line and not instantly sing the song maybe jason's a fucking scrooge and he just never celebrates christmas i'm like mike you got pawpaw energy and you didn't <laughs> all the corny jokes you was throwing throughout the movie which actually were making me laugh don't get me wrong you didn't pick that up <laughs> i was so mad and then it was other clues too because like i said you seen the reindeer bus that obviously mm -hmm. had the reindeer initials but the camera in the room is blinking red red nose like the cameras always blink red i don't think all of them were i think just no. that one was no, all of them were. Because so. the one in the frozen room wasn't blinking red. Yes, it was. It was just moving around back and forth. And that's why I'm oh. like, yeah, it was just moving back and forth. This one actually had a red flashing light. I'm like, y'all like. Yeah, I wouldn't have connected that those two. Put but that whoever together. Said Someone said President Troy Johnson or something like that. Like, nah, too easy. Also, Jason. Don't do, don't do Zoe. Don't do Zoe. I did not appreciate the Rain Man comment. I was like, you need to cool out. Don't be mad because right. she can name presidents. Because I was impressed. Because I'm like, exactly. I would have been, yeah. been thinking hard. I would have been counting on my fingers like J A C K S O N Jackson. Also, when they go outside, as I just said, Mike and his pawpaw energy, he already had been cracking me up throughout the movie. But when they go outside, he was like, is it cold in here? Or am I just stone cold tripping? <laughs> Grandpa. <sure>. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. dad jokes. And then when they walked outside, he was like, see, they just had us in the hot room and now it's cold. See, that's how you get sick. <laughs> it, it is, though. It is. It is. <laughs> I was cracking up. I'm like, dude. <laughs> the thing about this room is unlike the first one, as we said, the temperature is drastically dropping and quickly. Mind you, 
they've all shared the majority of their other clothes in the first room due to the heat. Searching for clues, Mike finds fishing poles and Zoe finds some type of clues on the side of the boat, leading her to find a compass in the red jacket and a magnet lure stuffed in a bear's mouth. Earlier, while Danny was exploring the room, he caused a crack in the ice and Ben somehow stepped in a hole that basically created a fishing hole. Using the items previously mentioned, they fish out a block of ice containing a key dead in the center. Thinking quickly, they ask Ben for his lighter to melt the ice, but being a butthole, he slides it towards the group, and of course, it does not reach. So Danny goes to get it, and when he does, ends up falling through the cracked ice, and due to the current of the water, he becomes trapped and dies. Unable to save Danny, they all realize that this is real, and at this point, Without a lighter, they had to use their own body heat to melt the ice. Using that red jacket that was found with the other items, they all take turns holding the block under the jacket against their body, eventually melting the ice. Releasing the key and opening the door, escaping the room as the ice starts to explode right under them. That made me so sad for Danny. Like, I liked him. I did too, but here's my thing. I don't think Danny fell through the ice. He didn't. I think that shit. They did that purposely. It did. It did. It if he if he threw if he caught it or not, they would they would have made sure he died anyway. I feel like, cause here's my thing. I feel like they did this on purpose because Daniel is the Randy of the group, so they like okay, this dude know too much, so we got to get rid of him first. I also feel like they did it because he snuck the phone in and he was taking pictures of the rooms too. So they was like, yeah, no, we got to get him out right now. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Also, they weren't supposed to survive. I'm sorry. They weren't supposed to survive the first room because remember, we talked about how the alcohol flask saved them, right? Uh, Ben's alcohol flask, it saved him in the first room. So, so I think it if saved you know technically. Yeah, it saved both of them. Like if they had moved a little slower, then yeah, they probably would have got filleted. But at this point, any of them could have gotten it and it would have been like well damn y'all got all these other elaborate rooms what y'all gonna do if they hadn't have figured that out in the first room right but we notice if you think about it the room doesn't fault you for not actually following the rules because if that was the case then the whiskey in the cup wouldn't have worked if it had to be water in the cup or like I was saying like why didn't y'all stuff magazines up in the thing like something like that like obviously like the lock in the rudolph clue it had to be rudolph it couldn't be no other clue it had to be that to open the door but um i feel like just as long as you like figure out how to get there it don't matter how you figure it out you just need to figure it out right we get a little uh vague flashback of jason Jay Ellis did a really good job in this role because when I say he looks so demented, <laughs> the Ooh, especially in the scene where they're first of all, first of all, I wouldn't have been able to help y'all in this room because as soon as I get cold, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't like being cold. I do not like being cold, honey. I would have been a bitch on wheels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Y'all would have had to come up off that jacket. Y'all, I would have had to been in the jacket with y'all like this. <laughs> like, mm-mm. it's not working, and not at all. Mm-mm. In the next room, there is a billiards bar, but everything is upside down and pinned down. The entire room pulls a tower of terror. Not Why are they referencing all the movies we literally just did? <laughs> <laughs> 
and rapidly elevates higher and higher. The phone rings as Mike is able to reach it and the song Downtown by Petulia Clark plays on a loop and is really just one part specifically. As soon as they realize that an eight ball is missing off of the table, they know that's what they are looking for. Right then and there, a piece of the floor gives way and plummets down a long way, crashing faintly at the bottom. Spotting a sliding puzzle, Zoe figures out the reveal. Mm -mm. Spotting a sliding puzzle, Zoe figures it out and it reveals a color code that corresponds to the pool ball numbers. Amanda, who has been scaling the room in order to get off the ground, finds a lockbox, but after giving the wrong code, another panel gives way. Meanwhile, the room is still falling apart, and as Zoe tries to get to a safe spot, she falls to the ground and momentarily knocks herself out. When she comes to, she realizes that they are upside down, so the code has to be two. And finally getting the right code and finding the eight ball that is the knob to the door, Amanda tries to get to everyone else who all have made it safely on the other side. But the eight ball slips out of her pocket and onto the last panel. Knowing they obviously can't move on without it, she drops down to throw it in Jason just in time, but the floor gives way and she is stuck dangling on the telephone, dangling from the pool table. Obviously, she's not able to get herself to safety and just decides to drop into the abyss to her death. Nah, she didn't decide to drop. That bitch snapped. It did. Yeah, you're right. Well, <laughs> put it this way. She accepted it. <laughs> she did. She accepted I, it. And as soon as she accepted it, that form court said, pop. This could have been avoided. This could have been. But also, I don't know. Because I'm like, okay, why didn't you try to get under top of the pool table you know what i mean like why like was that not available like could she not if the pool table was hanging like this could she oh, not have yeah. like because first yeah. of all being honey i know you had good intentions but that pool stick was gonna take you down too like what was that that made me sad though because i oh, really yeah. liked amanda amanda was the fucking muscle all your other niggas was weak yeah. She was. I'm like, no, Jason, see, you was just bossing everybody around. Amanda? Yeah, that money, that money stuff don't matter when you're like, you know, like, just trying to, like, like, I'm so much better than everybody else. I'm corporate. Look at me. Like, come on, man. I, but also Amanda girl, Amanda girl. Now, I know you ain't got all the titties. <laughs> Bra over pocket. We know women's jeans ain't shit, Okay. <laughs> Because we, our front pocket isn't even a pocket for real, it's for real, like, way. <laughs> you knew, and you, and the ball is obviously round. You knew that shit was right. going to squeeze out your, put it in your bra. Put it in your mouth. Like, I don't know. She might have had a jawbreaker moment. Oh, shit. You right, damn. Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> or dropped it, like, if it, like, just went the wrong way or would have flew out her, oh, God. Like, I don't know, girl. The pocket, no. Absolutely not the pocket. You know, women's jeans don't do us no favors. Not a favor. And we were still in skinny jean era, kind of, mm -hmm. sort of. We definitely wasn't getting done no favor. <laughs> I don't think skinny jean era is ever going to go out for me. Sorry. Millennial haters out there. I'm sorry. I every other day, so I can't do skinny jeans. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm happy we out of it because my legs, I'd be like, bro, I need to get up out of here. I need a baggie. You know, Johnny, you know, I love me a baggie. 
Yeah, no, I love skinny jeans. Some I like my pants. thing, my, my clothes to. I'm like, on occasion, I'll bust out the skinnies, but uh -uh. give me, give please. My calf muscles are too big. <laughs> I'll be pissed. But also, we get another Zoe flashback, and we realize that the compass that she found in the frozen icy room was actually the same one that her mom had when the plane crashed. I felt so bad. I'm like, damn, y'all got some trauma. Like, this is... Oh, we about to get into it into a little bit, but I was just like, uh, but yeah, that's why my main thing is I think that this movie was fucked up, like truly not the movie, but like the game people were truly fucked up because you created all of this shit around these people who had all this trauma. Like Jason said, somebody knew the details like you. Yep. Y'all like y'all better than a girl best friend trying to figure out what they boyfriend doing on Instagram. Like, damn, uh -huh. like <laughs> it's us. <laughs> oh no, trust me, we're gonna figure we gonna peace. Mm -hmm. Don't let both of us be trying to figure out the same thing because it's over. <laughs> Are we making fake accounts, huh? <laughs> oh you no, we ain't got to. Account. Yeah, we ain't gotta do that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Not at all. Um one last I, first of I all, am I'm the real one about my shit. You don't know I was looking. Okay. And honestly, <laughs> you might you might not know I was looking because I'm good at what I do. You know there's an option on Instagram where they you can hide your stories from certain people. So you don't have to create a fake account. <laughs> I don't have to create a fake account. I do not. I promise you I don't. <laughs> I promise you I do not. Because it's not even it's never me that they worried about. Mm-mm. This is definitely my favorite room out of all of the rooms. Once again, Edward Thomas, you did your damn thing on these rooms. But this one, mm-mm. Because the way I'm telling you, I probably, this probably would have been the room that ended me because pull-ups are not my forte. <laughs> Hello, I don't got no other body strength. I can push, I can push all day, but pull. Mm -mm. No. But the adrenaline <laughs> probably would have got me up there. Like, but no, I'm just, ooh, child. Uh, 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 uh. But the thing is, here's another thing. The song was telling y'all the instructions the entire time. Downtown? Yes. The lyrics to the song was telling them, it was saying, I'm, I'm not going to sing the song, but it's telling you, follow the neon signs. All of the neon signs are pointing to the sliding puzzle in the corner of the room downtown obviously get off the damn floor <laughs> like all of the signs all of the signs the lyrics if you listen to the lyrics were literally telling you what to do in the room i'm just like y'all wasn't listening y'all gotta like read between the lines what's our slogan here at the park follow the signs i <laughs> <laughs> don't y'all listen <laughs> like come on we are your girls for survival like Come on, listen. Anyway, the next room, Mark Triage, holds some secrets that connect our gang together, a la Final Destination 2. Each room is a creation of their own hospital room where they all were admitted for different reasons. It is here that we find out each of the contestants are sole survivors of an accident of unfortunate happenings. Mike survived after being trapped in a coal mine collapsing with his crew. And I don't know, if, I think I heard this wrong, but I feel like he said that the person was his brother. Did he say that? Did I make that up? I probably did. I don't know. 
his story his story was a little bit shabby. I didn't really understand his background, but just the coal mine though. They didn't do a, a great job of explaining it more and more. He never had a, a, a introspective scene like uh, Amanda and Jason and Zoe. So basically, before he started trucking, he was a miner. And the shit just collapsed like some My Bloody Valentine type shit. And basically, he was Harry Warden. And he was the only one that made it out. But he ain't had to eat nobody. Spoiler alert for My Bloody Valentine. But um, yeah, so I can't remember if the guy that he was stuck with, because it was a whole crew. I cannot remember if he said that was his brother or just his crewmate. It's one of them. Probably crewmate, but I think brother just makes it a lot sadder, which makes sense for why his nephew sent him the box. But I don't know. Jason claims that he was trapped on an overturned boat with his friend and had to share the red jacket, aka the one from that room, only for his friend to go nuts from a fit of hypothermia and swim off. Amanda survived an IED explosion while serving in Iraq. Danny survived a carbon monoxide leak where his entire family was killed. Ben, as we know, had just got his license and was driving with his friends and they gotten into an accident with only him surviving. This is also why his boss won't let him up front because obviously this is gonna upset the small towns people. And Zoe also, as we saw earlier, was the sole survivor of a plane crash. This is some Final Destination 2 shit, if I do say so myself. <laughs> it is. And whenever yeah. you say soul survivors, mm-hmm. I cringe. Look, Jade, I was, I'm like, I'm going to put soul survivors in my summary as much as I can just so she can say something. Not I really like that movie. No, it's a movie that <laughs> no. we covered last season called Soul Survivors. Jade hated it. I liked it. Mm-hmm, I hated but <laughs> it's not bad. And I just thought about it. They both take place in Chicago. Mm. oh damn damn that movie not bad she just ain't like it <laughs> it was bad it was bad <laughs> it was a good it was a good bad it was one of those like i can watch this while i clean up bad i ain't gotta pay attention i'll watch it once and be it was a when it come out 98 99 2000 one no, of them it was early 2000s it was early early yeah because it had that ugly blue Remember how hey, 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 hey. No, hey, you remember all hey. them early 2000 movies that we talked about had that weird blue. Hey. And I was hating it. Hey, Final Destination. That came out 40 before 9-11. Oh, I thought you were oh, talking about Soul Not Final Destination 2. My bad. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I was talking about Soul Survivors, but I'm saying Final Destination had the weird blue too. Oh, then I'm going to talk shit. Anyways, Soul Survivors came out in 2001. Yeah, yeah, because we know, remember, we did talk about it came out a few days before 9-11, and that's what messed up the people didn't want to see that movie because of those events. But makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how you just completely wiped all of that out. You said, no, I'm washing my hands. This shit. Don't bring it up no <laughs> more. <laughs> so the reason why they all were chosen for this escape room challenge is someone knows they were all survivors of a series of unfortunate events. It's clearly a psycho like John A and wants to know the probability and statistics of these people surviving. Um, um I don't want to know that. Miss Mathematician, what are the yes, odds? I don't care about the odds. <laughs> Listen, some girl just asked me. I I used to tutor this girl. Her mother came to me at the beginning of the summer asking me to tutor her in statistics. I said no. 
The, I draw the line of statistics. You seen that meme? It was like, ain't nothing gonna make a college student, a college grad cry like statistics. I said, you fucking right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you fucking right. Because now. No, I avoided the math classes. They, uh, that was gonna like, hold me back a few years. <laughs> I, I, like, I love math and I will tutor anything else. But when she said statistics, I said, baby, I hated I said, my AP statistics class in high school. I don't, I don't, mm. you better start I, kissing I up. Math, I said, degree me. I'm walking out. Mm-mm. Like, I look, I'll see y'all later. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Jason is still being a dick. I'm like, Jason, <laughs> these people just died and you just don't give a shit. Like, he, he, he got a check to get back. He got a bag to get back to. He got time for this. <laughs> I just, uh, no, he want that $10,000 in addition to the, what he already do. He's just a greedy asshole. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like you going to make that 10000 in two minutes. Like, chill out at this point and then it was like you know i feel like it was just a mix of like yes the money but also we got to survive as well but still like i don't know after this reveal a timer of five minutes pops up on a tv playing a heart surgery with a message put your hearts into it zoe says that they should stop playing and begins tearing up the room smashing cameras all that writing this off as female hysteria. Jason convinces Mike to be the one to wear the defibrillator, causing Mike to increase his heart rate to dangerous levels. Pushing him extremely too far, Jason inadvertently kills Mike. As we've seen before, Jason does not care and moves on to thinking that they actually need to lower their heart rate and hooks himself up to the EKG machine. Calming himself down to about 50 beats per minute, the door opens, which also unleashes a poisonous gas into the room. Ben begs- I'm annoyed. Oh, what? sorry, go ahead. Oh, my bad. Ben begs Zoe to come along, but Zoe decides to stay and continue smashing the room as they leave her. She collapses while foaming at the mouth, and the last camera that she smashed contained an oxygen mask. Now, this annoyed me, Jason. Jason killing Mike annoyed me. Like, you fucking dickhead. Not Popo. But also, I'm just like, why Paul Paul had to get that type of death? It's like, I don't want him to suffer, suffer. But also, I feel like we could have gave him a, a like a little better death. But also being baby, baby, you got to You got to breathe in the mouth for CPR to work like you just. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you know, they were teaching for a while um, mouthless CPR. I don't know how well that works, but. I'm like, look, it's COVID now. They ain't about to, they about to be like, you're going to have to definitely. Now they got the, now. that thing, the little squeeze, yeah, the thing. little pump. Look, and first of all, I should know the name. I'm a whole lifeguard. <laughs> I should know the name of it. And I can't think of it right now. But no, they definitely got that. But sometimes people don't pack the crash bag and you got to go mouth to mouth in that thing. Like, yeah. hopefully they breath don't stink because God dang. Hopefully they don't got the herp dirt. Look, oh my, oh my God. We learned about that while getting our certification. And I was like, we can't do like no, we don't got no mouth guards. We ain't come this far in technology for the what? What are we doing, America? What are we doing? Okay. Down to the last two contestants. They enter a white and black room. Wait, stop, stop. Oh, go ahead, 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 go ahead. Before we go on, 
I just want to say that initially I was so mad that Zoe did that shit. Oh, my heart was hurt when I seen her little body and her little hand. I said, I said, not y'all pulling a Drew Barrymore with the with the with the foam off the side of the mouth. I was hurt. I was like, now now why she do that? I why said, the fuck she did that? And it was like, because uh, at this point, because okay. I, in the beginning of the movie, I felt like it was a little heavy handed with the conversation with the teacher telling her to like go outside of her limits. I'm like, okay, this is very cliche because obviously this is what's going to happen. But when she died, I was like, no, wait, wait, because she was starting to get it. I was so confused. I was so confused. I was so sad because then I didn't want to watch the rest of it because I'm like, now I'm stuck with these two dumbasses. Right. Like, and we're just <laughs> like, you know, we love when a movie pulls the rug from under you, but I'm like, not that rug. <laughs> exactly. Just Jason. Oh, he's a dumbass uh, drunk driver, but he was cool. I mean, uh, Ben. Ben was just he like, didn't get cool until after until this moment coming up. That's when I was like, okay, ben. okay. So I, he got okay with me in the billiards room, the pool room. That's when he got oh, kind of okay. Yeah, I can and then. Then it was like, okay, he didn't want to leave Mike. Okay, cool. That's fine. But he was still a dumbass because I was mad about Danny. I, but even like though I, I know said, it really wasn't his fault. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they blew up the That ice. was the catalyst. They was like, oh, perfect moment. Let's do it. Hit the button. Girl, we here. <laughs> we here with you. I am here. Down to the last two contestants, they enter a white and black room that is the trippiest thing ever Ben fed up with Jason shit goes in on him for being a cold and selfish twit towards all As the he should. okay but Jason pulls the petty card pointing out that Ben also caused the death of his friend so he might want to pipe it down a little bit Ben realizes that Jason lied about what really happened with him and his friend as it was Jason who selfishly drowned his friend in order to save himself using the only red jacket. Despite this, the two still need to figure out the clue to the room. And opening a hatch, they see that this is the exit, but a liquid gets onto their hands that turns out to be a hallucinogenic drug that causes the two to trip harder than Rue from Euphoria and the dance troupe from Climax. If anybody has seen this movie, it is a trippy ass movie i definitely recommend you watch it but anyway of course there's only one antidote leading them to fighting over it and ben comes out on top as jason ends up hitting his head on the corner of a room and dies i'm assuming that's what a shroom strip is like that apparently that was three different drugs in one so baby they was I don't like, think shrooms <laughs> does that. Yeah, I'm like, that ain't shrooms. That's yeah. fucking no, DMT. I disclaimer, I've never done shrooms, but for people who have done shrooms, it's more like a, a, a spiritual experience for them. They see shit, but not like, oh my God, the room is like... This was like DMT, dying. LSD with a drop of acid. Like, whew. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to say that I knew that Jason was unhinged. I knew it. From one but, unhinged person to another. I mean, yeah. I knew he was unhinged. Johnny. <laughs> I mean, he just like, you know what? I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I have my moments. However, I did want to shout Ben out because I mean, like you did what you had to do. Like You did what you had to do, honey. It was at this moment that we was like, okay, we fucking with you. 
I love that this room is like based off a of fingerprint though. Once again, production, y'all did that. The lazy Susan spinning around the entire time. Why are y'all fucking with them like this? Because I really would have just been tripping. I would have been like, you know what? This is way too much. Y'all was already giving me Snapchat filter with the faces. I'm like, this is too much. This is a lot. But oh, I love the one part when Ben starts standing up for himself and we get that shot. And it's like the illusion that Ben is small, but Jason is big. But then Ben runs up and now he's the same size as Jason. <sighs> Y'all know I love a good camera trick. Ben drops into the study we saw from the very beginning and we learned that he didn't get crushed as we probably presume. He was able to use a shield that was on display and get through a fireplace leading through what he thinks is the end of the game. Ending up in a control room of sorts, he meets the games master. As the games master explains, the escape room is basically Squid Games. It's sponsored by rich people who come up with the concepts of the rooms in order to see how different sorts of people will do in them. Ben is rightfully upset, but I mean, he won, right? What a cash at. Instead, the games master attacks Ben and tries to kill him, but Zoe intervenes after it's revealed that she did in fact get to the mask and was able to trick the clean up crew into thinking she was dead, but she got a breathe, bitch. And it... <laughs> <laughs> And kills them before coming to the rescue of Ben, who has been knocked out. The game's master gets the gun from Zoe and is almost about to end her. But Ben wakes up and smashes the game's master's head and shoots him twice. The screen displaying all of the contestants declares them both the winners and the two leave and head to the hospital. So with that library scene continuation, I'm glad that they didn't make us relive it. <laughs> once again, once again, I'm like, thank you for being smart movie. Please, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm if y'all was going to make me watch this again, this or I would have been like, oh, so you want me to go to the bathroom? If I had a saw this in the theaters, you want me to go to the bathroom right here. Okay, cool. Bet. <laughs> Zoe's a G for that oxygen trick though. Like, Yes, because I'm like- And you, this is what final girls are made of. It, thank you. Thank you. Cause I, I for sure thought my girl was out the game, but she came out of nowhere and I was like, okay, Zozo, I see you boo. No, this is how you win. <laughs> but also wait a minute. Okay. Look, well, first let me say this. This is also when the game master is explaining the game. Once again, we get the name drop of the college athletes that we would have seen in the beginning, but obviously that was next. But if you know, you know. But also, y'all don't got to keep reminding Ben that he killed his friends. Can y'all let up off this boy? I'm pretty sure he feels terrible enough. Like, damn. So, so when the games master was explaining this shit, I'm like, yo, this is like Hunger Games on crack. He was getting sassy with him. He said, um... You won the underdog. I'm surprised, something like that. And then he said, "Did you see the end of Kentucky Derby?" I was like, "What?" And they hand him the cigarette and try like choke him. I, I didn't. Why was Jason the better? Play? Why was Jason scheduled to win? Why was he the one that was like pre-selected? Well, he because said his Jason money was on Jason. He didn't say Jason yeah. was like going to be the winner. He was like, "I bet on him." I think that his money was on Jason because Jason 
killed his friend so he, right. they were probably like this nigga cutthroat he gonna mm-hmm. win at all costs as we saw right. he done killed mike in the fucking room so he was the one who knew how to survive yeah however i was a little bit confused though because i'm like games master where did you come from in the grand scheme of things because if you look at the little screen it said that he was in play so how zoe did that so at first he wasn't like first it just had them then I don't know what the fuck Zoe did, but when the games master goes to give um, Ben a cigarette, it zooms in on a button. I don't know if we were supposed to see something, but we didn't. But Zoe did it. I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, Zoe, you got all the time. <laughs> but first, first of all, Ben, Ben, I'm going to come back to you, honey. I know I just won the game. I ain't taking shit from these people. Don't give me no damn cigarettes. <laughs> this probably you, drugs. Listen, you know that he has a cigarette addiction. So he saw that cigarette and he's like, ooh, sweet Jesus, sigh of relief. My lighter <laughs> drowned with, or did it drown with him? Because do have your lighter. So was that the lighter that he had? I was thinking, I was about to say that too. I was like, so did y'all pull Danny? But wait, wait, wait. I feel like there's a movie that does that every slasher but i feel like there's a movie that does that like when the people die they take i'm not gonna think too hard about it one of the survivors they know they they, y'all be coming in clutch when we don't be knowing the name or something y'all be like it's this i'll be like yes (laughs) thank you later the police get involved and they have zoe head back to the building but they find that it is completely abandoned and cleaned out and they low-key gaslight zoe into thinking that she had to have made this up especially since they found three different illegal drugs in ben's system however zoe finds a clue on the wall saying no way out but it's really an anagram for wu-tian yu which is the person that we saw the magazines addressed to in the beginning and we didn't say this but clearly his name was like in all of the escape room so you know that's the real villain of the movie so zoe now knowing this she's like well shit the police just like, all right, girl, come on, we about to leave because clearly y'all was in here just tripping out or something. Zoe, and I'm pretty sure you probably did this and they just didn't write this into the movie. I would have been naming everybody. I'm like, no, I was here with Amanda, Mike, Jason. I would have been like Whitney when she was at the awards show. Bobby, you list is in the lead. <laughs> girl. <laughs> I would have been naming everybody because there's, because what ends up happening later? Let me just go ahead. We fast forward six months and Ben is doing so much better. He looks all clean and nice. He's selling vegan dog food and Zoe. He put some drugs down. Okay, Zoe wearing bright colors and all of that. Um, she's been hard at work though, collecting files and articles containing the fake deaths of everyone who was involved in escape room with them. She also figures out that the Minos logo itself contains coordinates to a building uh, that's in London. Manhattan somewhere New York thank you I thought it was Manhattan but then somebody was like London I'm like London did I miss something okay overcoming her fear of flying she gets tickets for Ben and herself to go there to take them down of course Minos is way ahead of them and is already planning for their arrival as we see a simulated escape room on an airplane with a 4% chance of survival a dark figure assumingly Wu-Tan Yu approves the plan and cements himself as Jigsaw's cousin, testing out the traps and at least making sure there is a way to escape before exacting them on people. Okay, so like I said, 
<laughs> they faked all these articles. Though we had you named everybody, they would have been like, well, how the f- how she knew all these people? This is true. And that's I what also want to say that they broke down them rooms hella fast. Like, they waste no time. Okay? And we did hear the lady over the little walkie-talkie when the um, little people in the hazmat suits, like, this is Monsters Incorporated, and we had a 2319 going on. 20-minute like, cleanup. Yeah, okay, damn. I know Barney prepared us, but I not 20 minutes. <laughs> oh no we had the minute clean up on comfy couch too mm-hmm. damn we had some lit shows as kids she was the clock okay i wonder can you buy that rug probably it's probably, probably. expensive it's probably hella expensive anyway watch watch after i say this it's gonna pop out and they're gonna be like look y'all it's the rug i'm gonna be like see happens all the time every time we bring something up it happens and that was the escape room. Did you hear about that alternate ending? Which one? That they were supposed to like go home? No, wait, talking about the end of the movie or like the, the crash, the plane crash? Uh-uh, not the plane crash. Only one I heard about was the one that they were supposed to like actually like make it home. And that's all I heard. I couldn't find nothing else. Did you find something? What was so it? So apparently, I don't know how true this is or not, because, you know, IMDb. But it says that an alternate ending was filmed in which Zoe received a clue hidden in a Sudoku magazine that leads her back to her professor's classroom. Once there, she discovers a check from Minos for $10,000 hidden in a compartment where her classroom seat is. She destroys it, but underneath it is her dead mother's compass. A camera microphone device then rises from the podium and a distorted voice speaks to her as the classroom door shuts, telling her that a new game has started and she has 90 minutes. You know what? You know what? Yeah, I, I read that somewhere. <laughs> Your face, Ashley. <laughs> because why? Why didn't they go with that? Why? And I know, like we, they wanted to give sequel bait, but that was still sequel bait. Because did she survive? Like the only one I had, like I said, the only one I had heard about was that, like they just switched it to like them going home or something. I didn't like get to see anything else, but. No. Yeah. No, I'm pissed. Cause in the end, like, first of all, for, wait a minute, Zoe. Like, now wait a minute. Hold on. Monopoly pause. Hold on. Wait a minute. Did y'all see the um the deleted scenes from this movie? I've seen a few of them. They're down in the show notes for the survivors, but no, I did not watch all of them. Mm-mm. Apparently, the no when Ben saw the no escape and no exit, that that was a true thing because. No one was supposed to. No one was supposed to escape that library room. Apparently, one of the latest things showed uh, Zoe when they, when she killed those two um, cleanup crew guys. The only reason why Ben escaped was because she put the gun to the lady's head and said, "Open this fire hydrant up." That was the, really the only reason why he, he was supposed to die in that room. Hmm. hmm. Probably for this, story. This happened when she uh, after she killed those two cleanup guys and while he was struggling for his life in the library. So. That's why she came later when he was fighting the um the the game master guy. Mm. I wasn't expecting her to show up at all. Okay, I was, just, I was I was in the living room clapping. Me and BJ both was clapping like yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, that's my girl. Ratings. The Escape Room received a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, 51% on Fandango. We ain't seen Fandango in a minute. What's up? Okay. I think, okay, so I think it's because it's a newer movie, you know. Probably. I'm like, we ain't seen Fandango in a minute. Hello. <laughs> and 79% of Google users liked this movie. All right. So I will give this movie 80 tickets out of 100 tickets. Good movie. Kept me on my seat throughout the entirety of the movie. Uh, the, character, the character choices were kind of not, I didn't agree with all the characters' motives and backgrounds. They could have died deeper with, uh, what was his name, Mike? And I found Danny's character to be kind of pointless. Yeah, you're an escape room guru, but you know nothing. Well, you, you know nothing about, you know something about survival, but his character are just proved to be kind of pointless. I mean, there's always got to be the 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 pointless person who's just excited to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, Which I thought it was Mike, but I'm like, no, Mike had my heart. <laughs> he, brought, he brought, honestly, Danny kind of brought zero value to the movie. I I would have to disagree because I feel like, like I said earlier, Danny was our Randy. Danny was our Radish character. So he's the one that we like, oh, well, obviously right. this nigga gonna get far. But when they took him away, we like, oh, dang, now they really got to rely on their own smarts and wits because they don't have mm-hmm. their Randy, their Radish. Like, <sighs> I think he was a valuable member of the team. Yeah, I, can't, I really honestly... Like we said, the person who had the least amount of value was Ben, but Ben, his arc was to grow through the experience. Mm-hmm. So he grew at the end. But I would say that he was the one that was a non-factor that really could have just, he could have went in the explosion, honestly. But we needed him still. We didn't need him. So I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um when I watched it the first time with my brother, I was like, oh shit, this is good. I want to see the next one. Cause then, okay. So after I had watched it the first time, I, we found out that the second one was coming. And so me right. and Caleb was like, yeah, we're going to see it together. Same. Well, they watched it without me. Christian didn't even Ooh. watch the first movie, but yeah, he watched this one. He told me that yesterday. What's up with everybody doing stuff without you? <laughs> your friends, your brothers, damn. Like, and they had a nerd to be mad at me. Because I'd be going everywhere without them. And they'd be like, let me just take this with you. Well, first of so, all, you grown. Ex- Half the stuff you do, they can't do anyway. They just got here. <laughs> okay. Exactly. So I'm just like, oh, ooh, speaking of they just got here, Christian's turning 21 in March. I know. Don't remind me, please. Ooh, Lord. Okay. Me. But um, so I, wa- watching it again, it was thoroughly enjoyable. And I would watch it again. Of course. Like it's it's a good movie, and I am going to give it eighty tickets. I really enjoyed it. I do enjoy this one. As I said, the first time I saw it, I wasn't too excited because I kind of thought it was going to be a little bit basic. But the set design was immaculate. The way that I was just sitting in my couch figuring out the clues, I loved that. Even though I feel like I wish there could have been a little more. Mm, there was a lot of stakes to the movie. But for some reason, I feel like it could have been a little more higher, just a little bit more. We could have get a little something else. I don't know what it was, though. Uh, I mean, I don't feel bad about my score. I'm giving this 75 
tickets because yes do i enjoy it of course i do i love the set designs i love the easter eggs that i can find in the background but for some reason i wanted a little bit more and now that i know about this alternate ending and you know my petty ass I will, t- I will take a point. The Goonies, soon as I found out about Heather Lincoln Camp, I was like, nope. <laughs> I'm taking, <laughs> snatching five points. Um, oh so, yeah. Gosh. I'm content with that score. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to the souvenir shop. Thanks for writing. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop. Do I want anything? Okay, cause I'm yeah. look. We I not I'm not getting no. We don't need no lawsuits. We definitely don't. Not in this Hello. park. <laughs> we want the um the square, the cube they got in the beginning of the movie. Oh, that would um, be cute. Yeah, that would be cute. One of the, like pieces just popped up like that. Like, maybe it'd be a ticket that gets. Yeah, maybe we for once we can have discounts to the park. If you yeah. saw, you get a little. You can get some free snacks send something i don't know (laughs) i do um i did like the eight ball handle but i don't know what we would do with that like what i like the concept of it but i don't know know yeah i don't know what we would do with it like there are cool things in this movie but like i said i'm just like look we ain't about to have no escape room and something go wrong. Brittany always already talking about having a tower of terror that dropped people to the damn floor. Like, mm-mm. oof. Mm-mm. <laughs> we gonna have to be lawyered all the way up. <laughs> because people be quick to sue. Okay, and don't look over here because you're gonna be mad. <laughs> Y'all ready to run these park announcements? Let's go, let's go. That was a one out of five for our current theme. I am excited to get into this month because you know one thing about us, we like to play some games and we about to hit it for you. Our next episode is going to be 2004 Saul and oh, we about to get dark up in here. I can't even believe we got to touch this franchise. This is about to be a ride. As always, you can follow us on any of our social medias at D180Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok for some exclusive goodies, early releases, and quick requests. You can hit us up on Patreon. Tyson, I want to thank you for joining us today. And one more time. Thank you. Thank you. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Hey, thank you, ladies, for having me on today. I really enjoyed uh, discussing the skate room. I honestly never thought I would enjoy discussing horror movies on a podcast. Like, not when I, like when I saw it in 2019, I never imagined three years later I'd be, like, analyzing it. Because I, I thought I was the only geek that, not trying to, like, play y'all, but I thought <laughs> I was the only person that analyzes, like, horror movies and whatnot. But there's more of us out here than I realized. So I definitely appreciate that. And um, you can find me on YouTube, Tyson's Vibe Podcast, new episodes weekly interview some of the top business owners locally and regionally so watch out for that it is an entire community of us yeah it is and i mean might as well while we here real quick we could just shout them out 
We have Afro Horror Podcast. We have a Nightmare on Fear Street Podcast. We have the Horror Bandwagon. We have the Carpenter Queens, who at this point, they in season three, y'all. Y'all better go hit up my babies. Um, We have Slash Her Podcast, Stony Horror Podcast, Dank and Deadly Podcast, Dead and Lovely Podcast. There, so much more. Bloody Broads Podcast, like, so many and that's not even scratching the surface i probably if i left you out i'm so sorry y'all know i love y'all and i'll be tuning in every week when y'all drop something but (laughs) scary crit podcast like uh so many podcasts two chicks in a horror flick there are so it's so many of us out here and we all do different things like some of us strictly just analyze characters some of us completely just talk about terrible movies some of us do intersectional horror some of us just do black horror like if you're interested, we out here. Come join. The, try us out, baby. Try us out. <laughs> <laughs> and so with that being said, we out. And we going to see you when we hit a jigsaw. But don't get to look. If you see a fucking doll on a tricycle, you better mind your business. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got to say. We out. Bye, y'all. I'll see you soon.